belly full from Christmas. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> World, what's up, baby? It's good. I was too full to participate on that. It's all good. You <laughs> back Christmas has been good. Christmas has been amazing. Merry Christmas to everybody. Absolutely. Merry Christmas. I hope everybody had a wonderful Merry Christmas with the family, spending time, eating, get ready for the ball drop in a couple more days. Yeah. I hope you noticed that the kids don't give a shh. Shenanigans. Shite. Shite. Don't give a shite. About toys, they'd rather play with the box. Oh my goodness, crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Yo, um, it was your Christmas, bro. Not bad. Hey, ate a lot, slept a lot. Thank God I needed some sleep. Definitely. A lot of jokes. I worked a little. Couple drinks. Uh, I'm on my wine and cake. Oh, okay. Movement. Okay. You know what I'm saying? like that. Wine and cake. Nice. How was yours? Mine was good, bro. The biggest thing for me was watching the kids laugh, smile, tear open their presents, and just see them engage with the presents and throw paper everywhere and just have fun, man. Be kids. Uh, you really, like during Christmas, you really see like your kids at a young age. Like, you really see what they like and what they don't like. Like, I'm sure you saw one of your daughters, you give her a gift, and she's, like, looking at it like, what is this? Like, it's cool, thank you. But like, cool, thanks, yeah. what's next? I'm going to slide to the side real quick, though. What else we got? You know what I mean? Because they don't have the vocabulary. They'll be like, hey, dad, hey, mom. Um, yeah. This is not, this wasn't on the list. Like, I appreciate you for guessing. Right. But no Gucci. <laughs> but thank you. But thank you, though. Thank you so live, much. Because I live here, and I don't want to get that. But I don't want no problems. I saw that. My son was like, he, he opened up something. He looked around, and he was like, what's up? Hands in the air, like, yeah. what's next? And then the next joint, you know, he went crazy over So good. Yeah, but you know, I realized at well, a young age, they do that. And yo, Christmas for kids, man. Oh yeah, all day. It's not for you know. You know what's for adults? Some eggnog. Um, yeah, some, con pollo. Some coquito. coquito. No coquito. Some coquito. And you know what? Well, you know what? Let me pause that real quick. Triple C, how was your Christmas, bro? Yeah, Triple well, C. Just maintaining and chilling, bro. Fam came through. Okay. Same thing. Maintaining. That's, that's, that's the usual. You saw oh, Triple C cop the, the Pac-Man back of the laundry mat. You know, what's that joint called? You tapped the joint. What's it called? The... Uh, the Pac-Man joint you the, got over there. Yeah, it's the, the game. Arcade the arcade, the arcade, arcade joint. joint. Yeah, I, I wish you could that. put quarters in there. You got put quarters in that joint. Yeah. Wow. That's old school. His son's never even been to a laundromat, but he knows. He knows. That's old school. That's wow. great, bro. I'm yeah. glad. That's um, beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. That means you're doing your thing, Triple C. Absolutely. Proud, bro. Proud of you, bro. Thanks. thanks. Appreciate it. We sound amazing, by the way. Just want to let you know that, bro. <laughs> For all those people still drink a coquito, lay off of it. You know what I'm saying? If you're 38 and older, diabetes. Take it easy. Damn. If you have a cup. I need to relax. If you if you have a cup, just follow it up with a large glass of water. And yeah. go sit down. It's a broccoli. Right. How about that? <laughs> but yeah, I realize, man, uh, Christmas is for the kids. I agree. And for the Thanks. adults, me is for, you know, good conversations. Eating, good eating, conversations, and always, always watching a Christmas story. Classic. That's my movie. Out, kid. Right. Red Ryder BB gun. Ralphie. Ralphie. That's my movie, son. Well, what was the part where he stuck his tongue on the... Uh, Yo, on the he's hysterical. Go ahead and do it, smart ass. 
<laughs> a triple dog day. A triple dog day. You left this man outside. You left him outside. <laughs> Fucking Ralph is like, nothing. the bell ring. I gotta go. <laughs> that's a classic. They will never make stuff like that. Hell no. no. That's, that's what it's all about. His father got the leg with the leg. Son, the whole block came right. through. Right, with the leg, yeah. yeah. Mother Cassandra came He went ape shit when she dropped that damn lamp on the floor. He lost it. But, um, yo, Christmas was dope, man. Yeah. Shit, I was actually waiting up for Santa Sam when he came down the chimney. Yeah. My Santa, my Santa snuck through. I don't know how he got in there, but he <laughs> ate the cookies. I was standing by. I said, yo, what's good? I got cameras and everything. He came yeah. through. We had a little chit chat. Oh, you spoke to the guy. We had a little chit chat. What'd that talk about? So he saw me. He's like, ho, ho, ho. So hey, yo, Ralph, how you doing? I saw the boots dangling. I said, bingo, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ho, ho, hey, Ralph, how you doing? Yo, so, so he spun around and saw me and just paused. Surprise. He was a little shocked. He was a little taken back. So I was sitting in my favorite chair. All right. Legs crossed. Had some of that brown water in my hand. Nothing wrong with that. So as I took a sip, just like this. Looked at him. I said, peace. That's not what I thought you was gonna tell him. Hey, yo, that's not what I thought you were gonna tell him. Hey, yo. What he said? What he said? I said, yo. I said, peace. I hope you got everything in that bag, champ. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I said, yo, the kids had a phenomenal year. So if you ain't got nothing, you ain't got everything in that bag, it's gonna be a long night, chat. Might as well tell Rudolph and the niggas to stay right there. They're gonna be mad at you. I bet he was like, I don't want no problem. Hey, yo, I think I heard a fart as soon as I said that, so I heard a now come over here and sit down, man. Oh, let's have a little chit chat. How was the suit? How was the velvet? How was Santa suit? How was Santa suit? Yo, he was stupid. Yo, Yo, he was on this Billy D shit. It was soft. Word. Mm. Mm. He had a velour, a a velour suit on. So word. Old school. Old school. So with some with some old black Adidas. Okay. Okay. Facts. Comfortable. Nice and comfortable. That's a comfortable. Had the LL Kango, you know what I mean? Have to. All the way around the world. That's a fact. In one night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's 24 hours. He had to be comfortable. Word. Oh my God. Now that's a Christmas story. That's a Christmas story. That's a Christmas story right there. Oh my God. Yeah, cookies for him? What you gave him? What you gave him? I gave him some brown water. Okay. Yeah, I gave him a little sip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who gonna pull sand over? What's? Yeah. Work too hard. Give him a little sip. No, nothing crazy. Yeah, just yeah. just something to wet the beak a yeah. little bit. So sit down, take a load off. off. Yeah, take a load off. You know what I'm saying? A couple sugar cookies. Right. I say, oh, Santa, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. We'll start this again next year, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Listen, have a safe tour of duty, all right? He was like, yo, say less. Say less. Say less. <laughs> yo, yo, he gave me some dap and got up out of there. 
like a real G. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. That is amazing. That's the greatest story in history. I appreciate you. Oh, that was a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Peace. (laughs) Yeah, man. Uh, But everybody, listen. I'm going to give a a huge shout out to you. You know, listen, it's about to be 2020. Keep living. Keep negative energy away from you. 100%. Yeah. Stay focused on your goal, your vision. Create a vision board. Write it down. If you don't write it down, you never did it. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And stick to it, man. It's all about consistency. The grind. Whatever you want in life is out here. You got to just grind for it. You know, if you don't got vision, you don't got goals, you don't got it. It's not going to happen. You know? Yeah. And, and getting stop hanging out with people that don't have your best interest, man. Right. You know, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Mm. Right. Hundred percent. Right. I want to give a shout out to Kid Scribbler on Instagram. He did our logo. Mm. Kid is talented. Kid Scribbler. Kid Scribbler. Nice. Yeah, Appreciate Scribbler. He's talented, mm. polite gentleman. Um. That's my guy. That's, That's our summer. guy. That's 2020 summer <clears throat> for us going to be crazy. Well, 2020 is going to be crazy. Oh, yeah, 2020 is going to be Merch start coming, boy. What? Concepts are dope. Listen, when we really dive into this, it's going to be... Bente, bente, stope. Problem. Bente, bente. It says stope. <laughs> That's that West Coast talk. It's that West Coast slang. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. But uh, life is good, bro. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you. I'm glad you got to see oh, Jolly Saint Nick. Yeah. Cause I didn't see him. He snuck in and out. Snuck in and got right yeah. on that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. But at least you caught up to him. Maybe next year I'll catch up to him. You know. Yeah. Maybe I could give him a little tequila. You know what I'm saying? Have him sit down. A little arrocompaya. Right. Have a little chit chat. Yeah, but then that was good. I wasn't expecting that. That's so good. <clears throat> but listen, people. <clears throat> yeah, what's up, bro? It's about that time. Mm. It's that time. Listen, I know a lot of you got this week off. Mm. Following next week into the new year when the ball drop. A lot of itis. Mm. Lot of itis. Yep. You've been eating. You're about to get your resumes down packed for the new year. Mm. But listen, we're going to take some time right now. I want you to find that happy place. Mm. I want you to find that chair, that comfortable chair. Mm. I want you to find that bed. I want you to find that room, Mm. that rug, that place of zen Mm. where you can relax, tilt your head back, kick your boots off, Mm. kick your feet up, Mm. or heels. Wherever you, I want you to find that comfortable place. I want you to take it easy. Because listen, we are about to take you on a ride. Mm. Okay? And in order for you to get on this ride of greatness, mm-hmm. okay? First and foremost, you know what I need you to do. I need you to go pick up that cup, that glass. Okay? Triple C uh, has presented to me another bottle of Gentleman's Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Jesus Christ. Hello. 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 So listen, you can really, listen, you can understand or you can get an idea to what's about to go down. I had me about three sips already. I'm getting ready to go. So listen, find that happy place. Get there. Avoid the negative attention. Avoid the negative feedback. The silverbacks are about to take you on a nice ride. And I want you to sit back, relax, and let us take over. Get your ice cube, okay? Take a nice, this time, I want you to take a nice three to four second sip. Feel that energy, rush down your throat, pause. And just sit back, relax. And without any further ado, it's time to go what, Dre? It's time to go blue. Blue. Yes. It's time to go blue. It's time. I feel good. <clears throat> Temperature's right. <clears throat> so let's. I hope. I hope. I'm sorry. Not good. 
I hope um, our dedicated followers, listeners, I don't want to say followers, our dedicated listeners have been uh, enjoying these stories and you go out and you do your homework and you also draw your opinion and then you realize how hard being blue is and appreciate it because not only is it the best job on the world but it's a tough job it's a tough gig tough gig tough gig not as tough as a uh, old jolly sitting in front of my man big age Papa but, man. <clears throat> but uh you know it's a tough it's a tough guy it's a tough tribe, gig the tribe is a hundred strong y'all so yeah. they listening and they love it so I appreciate that. We appreciate everybody that listens to us. Follow us on Instagram, um, Silverback Pod. That's right. We're also on Facebook. And we all over, baby. All over. Just type it in, and there's we're not gonna bore you with that because we're blue now. Hello. Mm-hmm. All right. So without any further ado, let's get into it. All right, people. This can be found on CTV News. This actually happened November twenty seventh of this year. At uh, 6 a.m., 0600 hours. And this is in Sonoma County in California, mm. Sheriff Department. So, uh, in Sonoma County, the Sheriff Department. So, Mr. David Glenn Ward, God rest his soul, he passed away. But, um, it was just a, a horrible call a horrible situation all right so break it down let me get you guys up to date all right so the incident took place on november 27th okay now three days prior to that uh mr ward had his car stolen i guess it was an armed robbery somebody took his vehicle three days prior to that so he got his car back you know and mr ward did not notify the police department and let them know that he had his car back so they could take his car, which was stolen, out of the system. So it won't come up as a red flag as a car being wanted in reference to an armed robbery. So fast forward three days later to November 27th at 6 a.m. Okay, Mr. Ward is driving his car, 6 a.m. <clears throat> so neglecting to call the police department in reference to him getting his car back, mm. of course, he gets pulled over. Mm. So the police try to pull him over. Mr. Ward does not comply. He goes on a high-speed chase. Doesn't want to stop. To him, he's thinking, what the hell is their problem? I don't know what's going on. They're stopping me for no reason. To the police, it's a wanted car in reference to an armed carjacking. Right. In which it happened to him. But he neglected to notify the police that he got his car back so they could take it out of the system. Right. So, they were on this police chase. <clears throat> it got to a point where he had to get rammed off the road and blocked in. So, the police rammed him with their patrol cars. They blocked him in. Officers get out the car. Of course, guns are blazing. Get out the car. Get out the car. Mr. Ward doesn't comply. He mashes on the gas again mm. for a second pursuit. So, the, uh, the officers, they stop him. They had to ram his car again. They boxed him in. So this time when they boxed him in, they ran up on him. Now I get it. From the police side, listen, it's a from the police side, you're dealing with the armed carjacking. You have a wanted vehicle. Your objective is to stop this car. So the car goes on you. Let me put you in the mindset of an officer. I get it. The the, the car ran on him. They had to ram him to stop. You're dealing with the unknown. The unknown. All you know is that the cop, I mean, I'm sorry, that the car was stolen. All you know is the car is stolen in reference to an armed <clears throat> carjacking. Right. You don't know who's inside. You don't know if that person, of course, you're going to think the person has a gun because this is a reference to an armed carjacking. Right. Absolutely. So their stress levels is high as yep. far as the officers. 100%. And yep. I agree with that. I get that because yep. we're used to that call on a daily basis. So then when you stop the vehicle, now I'm putting you on the on officer's hat now. You stop the vehicle. You finally box the car in. Guns blazing. Get out of the car. Get out of the car. And what does the guy do? He mashes on the gas. 
Mm. And he's out again. He's in patrol cars while he's trying to go again. It's like almost an omission of guilt. A mission of guilt. That's almost. letting the officers yeah, yeah, yeah. know, oh, this guy, he already knows. He's yeah. 1030. He's with it. He's with it. Let's let's make it happen. So what these officers do, they block him in one more time. Once they block him in, now they get out of their cars a second time. So they rush the vehicle. The driver's uh, driver's side window is down. Mr. Ward is inside his vehicle. So officers try to one officer. What's his name? Deputy Deputy Charlie uh, Blunt. Mr. Blunt. He tries to pull him out of the window. First mistake. So now you, as an instructor, talk to me. What happened there? I mean, tactic wise. Yeah, please explain. It, 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 you, you really <clears throat> can't pull anybody out of the window, bro. I don't know what their policies and procedures are, but I'm I'm sure, I'm almost 100% positive it's not pulling anybody out of that window, the driver's door window. It, it really makes no sense, tactic-wise. But we'll get into it. So, <clears throat> Mr. Blunt, he tries to pull Mr. Ward out of the front seat, driver's side window. Mr. Blunt yells out, I can't get out. My leg is stuck under the steering wheel. Mm. So Mr. Ward feels some kind of way about that. So in doing so, he grabs Mr. Blunt by his head and smashes his head in the door panel. Mm. Uh, I'm just going to put it right there. That's I, 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 I don't get it, <clears throat> but okay. He smashes Mr. Ward's face in the door panel and uh, then puts him in like a sleeper chokehold or something like that. After a minute, other, you know, uh, the deputy's partners is like, listen, he's losing consciousness. He's not there. He's not breathing. So these guys are arguing back and forth of if he's breathing or he's not conscious. And then... They go back and forth until they start performing CPR to uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Ward. And um, Mr. Ward succumbed to his injuries and he passed away a short time later at the hospital. <clears throat> wow. What a tragedy. Tragedy. I mean, clearly, um, the officer. Yeah, Mr. Blunt. Mr. Um, Blunt. Tunnel vision. He didn't snap out of it. No, he didn't. He was in the zone. Tunnel vision. Clearly. Because I get it. There was a little bit of miscommunication. But you you said they, he slammed his head in the door panel? In the door frame. Door frame? And then you put him in the chokehold? Yeah. And you're trying to pull him out the car window? Pull him out the car window. <clears throat> Those three strikes, bro. You're out. You're out. Um... He was in. He was tunnel vision. He he didn't result to his training. He just winged it. He went. He winged it really. I bad. mean, what's your? I mean, what do you think? Like, I as mean, an instructor, you teach this stuff all the time. I mean, <clears throat> I'm sure that wasn't a part of that department's tactics when uh, doing a high risk car stop. Um, I, I mean, know I was just different, but yeah. Oh, he was terminated. Yeah, he probably he, went he against, was terminated. He probably went against the uh, department policies. He damn sure went against department policies. Bad. So, I mean, you know, I, I try to have my officers back, you know, my fellow partners, fellow comrades out there, but that is just ridiculous. That just it shows me the guy just had, and you can tell, he, I think he had time on. I don't know how much time exactly, but you just don't do that, bro. Bro, tunnel vision. Bro, you just don't do that, man. Can you can you please explain to the people what is tunnel vision? Tunnel vision is you just get so fixated on doing one thing that you eliminate the outside. You eliminate the people around you. So he was just fixated on getting the guy out of the car no matter what, no, no matter, matter how, what. no matter. That was it. That was it. And it caused, because of his tunnel vision, Mr. Ward wasn't able to get his foot from under the uh, steering wheel. Steering wheel. It's like I understand it's a heated situation, and you don't. And the biggest thing is the unknown. But once you're there and you see that the guy is just arguing, he has nothing in his person. 
So you resort to just doing your own thing. Like, I, 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 I don't understand. Like, what part of training is that where you take a guy's head, his head, and slam it up against the door frame of a vehicle? It's, it's not training. And then you got the nerve to put him in a goddamn headlock. <clears throat> it's crazy. It's unfortunate. Um, yeah, he he uh, resulted, got tunnel vision, went away from training. Yeah, but let's not put all the blame. And that's what that's what this podcast was created. This podcast was created so that we could dissect both sides of the issue. Absolutely. Now, if Mr. Ward would have initially pulled over... There'd have been so much more to this story. If Mr. Ward would just pull over like a regular civilian should. Officer, how you doing? What's going on? I don't know why you pulled me over. An officer would let you know, listen, sir, your car is coming up. Wanted. It's stolen. No, no, no. I'm I'm the owner. I got my car back. Here's my identification, sir. The officer goes back. He runs your ID. <clears throat> he runs your car. Oh, this is the owner. Okay, sir. Well, when did you get your car back? I got it back two days ago. Well, it should behoove you to let us know you got your car back, sir. Because right now, in our system, your car's coming up stolen. It's Yeah, it's in a national database coming up stolen. So any police officer that runs it... Any officer. But whatever state you're in, it's going to come up stolen. It's going to come up stolen. You know what's crazy? It's probably Mr. Ward probably had a uh, unauthorized use. Probably. And he didn't want to. You know, he probably was like, all right, that's it. And, you know, I'm not going to call the police. I'm not going to. You know. I'm not going to bother them. I mean, but, he's 52 years <clears> old, <throat> so he probably was like, you know, it's nothing. I got my car back. I'm Gucci. And, and for everyone that's listening, if you want police officers to be a part of the community... As a community, we have to communicate. If Mr. Ward would have communicated and said, hey, I got my car back, maybe things, maybe we wouldn't be talking about this right now. Nope. And it's, it's unfortunate that a man lost his life. And Mr. Who was the... Mr. Blunt. Mr. The, Blunt? The deputy. You know, he, uh, tunnel vision. I can't speak on, you know, X, Y, Z, but... Clearly, it's tunnel vision issue, and um, matters went. They went left, bro. Yeah, they went left. I know. It just, it just would have been a totally different story if you know Mr. Ward would have just pulled over initially. For for the civilians, like car stops, yeah, they're very dangerous for us because I don't know what's in the car. I don't know who you are, you know. Everyone assumed that Mr. Ward was not in that vehicle, especially the way he was driving. You say he fled like two times. Listen, any officer is not going to know that you're the owner. If you're fleeing from a regular car stop and then you take me on a pursuit, a chase, that where we got to ram your vehicle to stop you. And then once we stop you, we get out, guns blazing, of course. Turn the car off, get your hands where <clears> I can <throat> see them. And then you pull off again. So we got to ram you a second time. Right. So I mean, I mean, you know, the threat level is 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 at an all time high for Absolutely. an officer. Because I'm thinking this guy's in there; he's got a gun or something. Absolutely. He's trying to drive <clears throat> away to throw the shit out the window or something. Society like thinks we're robots and we can assess everything, and we know who's in the car and whose car is this and what's in the car, and we don't know any of that. We're human beings, right? Which is doing a job, and we're basing it off our training. Car stops are extremely dangerous. Exactly. Had Mr. Ward communicated, things would have been slightly different. I get pulled over all the time in New York City, mm-hmm. where I'm from, but I live in Maryland because I still make a... Because in Maryland, you can make a right on a red light. So when I go to New York, sometimes I slip up and I make a right on red mm-hmm. and I get pulled over. First thing I do is put my hands up because I don't know who the officer is. I don't know his training. I don't know where he's from. I, know I'm I don't know on the job. any of that. Right. But what I do know is I'm not trying to die tonight. <laughs> and it's not a white thing. It's not a black thing. It's about, yo, you acting funny, you might get shot because I want to come home to my family. You understand? It's survival of the fittest at the end of the day. So I'm going to act right. 
I'm going to put my hands where they're supposed to see. And I'm going to say, I'm sorry, officer. Where if, I'm from, right. I can make a right on right. I made a mistake. To any civilian out there, if you get pulled over, let me give you a, a good token of advice. Like a crash course. A crash course. and Cliff notes. Being pulled over. Tell them. You get pulled up, pulled over by any police officer in any jurisdiction. If you have tinted windows, roll them all down. Well, first and foremost, once you get pulled over, you pull over. You put the car in park. Guess what? Take the keys out. Put it on the dashboard. Roll down every window before you turn the car off. I was going to say, don't do that sucker shit. And roll the window just a crack. A smidge. And just talk through that. So that's they can see your nose here. Yeah, that's the worst thing ever. You can do. You think you're being smart. You think you're being tough. I'm telling you right now, it's not going to be a good night. Listen, roll down every window. Put the keys on the dashboard. Put your hands on the steering wheel. Officer gets there, sir. How are you? Be polite. Yeah, but it's nothing wrong with being polite. It's free. If you be nice and polite, I can guarantee you the officer is not going to give you a ticket and he's going to be nice and you're going to make his day. You're going to make that car stop run so smooth that he's going to be like, you know what? This is a nice guy. Being polite don't cost you nothing. Don't cost you nothing. Being a tough guy? No, I got to I got to ask you a bunch of questions now. Yeah. And I'm waiting for an attitude. (sighs) Don't give me no attitude. So just just be nice and comply. Officer, listen. My wallet's in my left pocket. Do you mind if I grab it and give it to you? Sure, no problem. Boom. Here you go, officer. Registration's right there. Is it okay if I go in the glove compartment to get it? Okay. Thank you, sir. <clears throat> you know what the problem is, What's society? That? Because it's like, is it okay if I do this? Is it okay to do that? People get mixed up in the ego. Like, I shouldn't be asking for permission to get into my own glove compartment. We're past that point. Yeah. We're past that. If you're compliant because you were in the wrong from beginning, it's going to go smooth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, now if you want to be a tough guy, I'm going to pull you out of the car, especially if you decide wrong. Why not? It, it, it costs nothing to be polite. The biggest thing is, people, if you get pulled over, <clears throat> guess what? Now that officer is responsible for you because he's conducted a car stop. So just comply. Yes, sir. No, sir. No problem. Things run a lot smoother. You'll be out of there. You'll be in and out. I swear, you'll be in and out. Nine times out of ten, when I pull somebody over, I'm not going to give you a ticket depending on how you act to me. I'm really not. Right. If you did something wrong, no problem. I'll let you know what you did wrong. I'm just going to run your license and send you on your way. As long as you're not wanted. As long as you don't have a warrant. And as long as you can drive that car. You got a clean license. Guess what? I don't care. I mean, let's be serious. I don't care at all. I mean, hey. I mean. I mean, you know what Jay did? Just don't make officers like that. Like us no more, really. I mean, that's what officers discretion. A lot of cops, they don't want to sit there and do all that. The minute you start with the, what did I do wrong? I know my rights. I watched, what's that movie that just came out? <laughs> Which one? Something in Queen. Oh, um, oh God. Don't, don't Slim ever. Slim and Queen. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Slim and Queen. Slim and Queen. Queen and Slim. Right. Whoever made that movie. I didn't see it. You saw I would it. love, no, I didn't see it. Uh, but I could tell you right now, I know somebody that did. Mm. And what they told me, mm. I was just looking at them like, good luck. <laughs> good luck. Good luck to you. Why? Don't follow that advice. Uh-uh. Yo, come on, man. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, come on, stop listen, it. This is the this is the real world. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? This is the reason why it's a goddamn it's movie. A, you know what's crazy? Like on Instagram, everybody's running away from cops. Just, listen. Yo. When you get into that car accident, that police officer, he's just going to take a report and says your head was found 30 feet away from your body. Right. Because you thought you was tough at the end of the day. Chill out, man. Just, that, if you're in the wrong, you're in the wrong. Own up to it. 
And it is what it is. Yeah. It's unfortunate, you know. <clears throat> rest in peace, Mr. Ward. You know, my condolences to the family. You know? Absolutely. Officer Blunt, I mean, you, you went away from what you was taught, bro. Uh, unfortunately, you're going to have to deal with that. Now, he got terminated, but of course, there's going to be additional charges in reference to, you know, the family. Because yeah. they're not happy. They're not happy. And the video wasn't a good luck. I saw the video. It's very disturbing, bro. It's not good. On your part. Yeah. And then when he passes away, I think he says, oh, well, in the video. Good luck, bro. But, um. Crickets. Right. But, people, this is real life stuff, man. It is. It really is. Please. And that's what you come here for. We dissect both sides. Absolutely. We give you both hats. But that's yo, all I got for that one, bro. What you got, yeah, I mean, yo, this guy in New York, bro, you know what I mean, right? I got to talk about the hometown. Talk to me. In Brooklyn, Crown Heights. Oof. Crown Heights is, uh, I used to go there in the summer times, bro. It's a beautiful place. Mm -hmm. Very eclectic. Right. If I must say. Absolutely. 28-year-old, I can't even pronounce his name. His name is like Barack. I'm sorry, Baruch. Baruch. But uh, this article, you can find it on New York Daily News. It happened on Christmas. What? Yeah. On the 25th, bro? On Christmas. White male. Baruch. Enzigul. I'm sorry. He's 28 years old. Anyway, this guy walks into the precinct, the 71st precincts, and decides to uh, just walk around, makes his way to the locker room. How do, hold up. No officer ID'd him? You can't do that anymore. What? No, what? You're going to ID a person? What? Wow. Can't do that anymore, but I'll touch on that later. Okay. This gentleman happens to walk into the uh, precinct, 71st precinct. Anyway, he makes his way down to the uh, locker rooms, ends up breaking into a female locker room, puts her clothes on. Somebody approaches him and is like, hey, buddy, what's, uh, what's going on? He's like, I'm on my way to get promoted to detective <laughs> down at one police plaza. Oh, really? Yeah. I guess whatever smart cop that was, was like, clearly there's no promotions today. Do a little further investigation. Because at the end of the day, that's what we do. Like, police officers, we're investigators. We're not report takers. If something sounds funny, we're going to dig deeper into it. So this officer, un unnamed, digs a little deeper and realizes there's something wrong with this guy. You know, he confronts him, says I'm about to be promoted. Clearly this guy is a whack job, which he turns out to be. Mm. They search him. Crack found in his pocket. They run his rap sheet, multiple, multiple arrests, beanies, you name it. Hold on, yours. A lot of petty stuff. But <clears throat> I bring this article up because the public wants us to be so transparent. Now, do you want us to be so transparent to the point that we allow anyone to walk in? Clearly, Mr. Baruch has mental issues. I'm not going to. You know, elaborate too much. I'm not. That. I'm not gonna like joke on him or or just. I'm not gonna disrespect him. Mm -hmm. But clearly, allowing someone or allowing precincts districts to be so transparent that you can allow people to walk in. And granted, we have a lot of people that walk in that are victims. I get that. Right. But at one point, the security take place. For him to go down and get the locker room, thank God that female officer was probably on duty and her handgun was, was not her. in there. Because it would have been a different story if the largest police department, the safest, the most recognized, the most prestigious police department allows a stranger to walk in, remove a gun from a locker room. And then casualties happen. Thank God it didn't happen. But, you know, these type of things are happening because society now wants a lax police department. 
But society needs to understand that we cannot be laxed. We are sheep dogs for a reason. Absolutely. And when the wolf, whatever the wolf may be, is sitting there growling, salivating, right. waiting to get the sheep, right. which is the public. Because the public is the sheep. Whether you like to be known as a sheep or not, you are the sheep. Because if you wasn't the sheep, you will be a first responder. Mm. And it's okay to be the sheep. Everybody, God, whatever powers you believe in, has a place for us. Preach. Let us do our job. Please. If, if the sheepdog is there to protect the sheep, let us do it. So that the fake wolves like this gentleman right here, because he was obviously either just looking for attention or just wanted to see if he could do it. He probably said, you know what? Let me see how easy it is to break in there. That's it. Mm. It breaks and it shows how vulnerable every police district, every police precinct is because the sheep want it to be more 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 uh friendly you gotta understand there's gonna be casualties in this line of work it is what it is bible, that's, what, that's what you pay for bible says devil comes as a wolf in sheep's clothing all day every day <clears throat> and you're not equipped for it my mom i love her to death you think she's gonna fight some drug dealer that's trying to take her phone right she can't do that. Nope. She has to come to me. Or she has to call the police. Society is out of control right now because police and the politicians, and this is something for the politicians, you swung so far left that you're not letting police to do their job. One of the greatest mayors of all time is Rudy Giuliani. He backed his police. He beefed up his department. He said what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. He turned around New York City. People forget how how crazy New York City was in the 80s. Rudy Giuliani turned that place around with fair, strict police work. I believe it's called Broken Windows. That theory. If we get back to that, cities would not be out of control. But the moment you allow, you know, your family, oh, he has a gun, no worries. He's just protecting himself. I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There's issues with the whole... Oh, my God. This is... Oh, my God. Our uh, housekeeper decided to... Uh, <laughs> thought, it was a good, thought it was a good time to... Uh, to do some vacuuming. Pick up the pretzels on the floor. <laughs> Hey, people, it happens. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it happens. You got to pick it up. got to pick I mean, it it's up. it's closing time almost. It's closing time. <laughs> Damn, man. I was, I was, I was yeah, deep with it. Yeah, you was on it. You was on it. I'm proud of you. He was preaching. I mean, yeah, it is that? what it is, man. Oh, if he was upstairs. Like, she was like, housekeeping? Well, she forgot, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Hey, at least we know we keep the ca the house clean. How about that? The place is spick and span. Lord. I don't know, man. I just threw me off. But I want, I'm going to say this. Look, I'm going to say this. If you want crime, there's people out there that are going to go out there. And first responders are going to go do the job. And it's a job that you can't do. It's an ugly job. Don't criticize. Don't speculate. Don't Monday night quarterback the job because you're not doing it. 
that's all I want to say. We're doing the best that we can. People like Blunt, you know, we do the job. But people like Blunt, hey, you got to go. That was wrong. And that's what we're here. We're going we're gonna to check you. But there's plenty. There's so many officers out there doing a great job. And they don't get no recognition. And I want to say, keep doing it. You guys are doing an amazing job. Regardless of what the population in your town, in your city is saying, keep doing your job. You know, and, and, and love your family. Love your squad. And politics are going to be politics. Don't listen to them because, I mean, this politicians getting robbed in this city. Who do they call? Us. It happens. So, please, stop. Love, love your first responders. There's a lot of, there's a lot of military people coming back home. Please, I want to see parades for them. You know, like back in the day. Throw a parade for them, man. Those guys are heroes. These people are getting blown up. They're out there dealing with a lot of psychological damage. A lot of PTSD. Take care of them, man. Throw a parade for them in your little hometown. And that's it. That's it. But tell your politicians, like, let the police, let the firefighters, let the EMT, let them do their job. Because only we know how to do it. You can't do it. I can't go in there and tell a brain surgeon, hey, remove the left brain when he got to do whatever he got to do. It's not going to happen. So let, why us? Why everybody want to talk about us? <clears throat> it's all good. And people just like that. We had to bring you that crap. I'm sorry if I came off a little ticked off, but let's end off 2019 on a different note so that we could go into 2020. Let's Everybody, let's respect each other. That's all we want. I respect you for a social worker. I respect you for, you know, you a dog walker. I respect you for a dentist. So respect me for being in law enforcement. Respect me for being a firefighter. Respect me for being EMT. Respect me for being a, a, a gunny who went out there and did something real dirty so that the war is not on, is not fought on the United States. Respect those guys. Respect everybody, regardless of what it is. But at the same time, be <clears throat> courageous enough that when that neighborhood drug dealer is selling in front of your window, yo, call the cops. Because you're the first one to complain about Oh my God, the cops. Oh my God, there's so much drug activity. But then you don't do nothing about it. Baby, let's work together, baby. Community, man. 2020. Let's let's come together in 2020. Regardless of color, who you like politically, who you like in basketball, who you like football. Man, all that shit is nonsense it's all entertainment what matters is us being a human race let's come together as a human being and make it happen man we're so smart we're so sexy we're so like intuitive we're so like the things we've done as a human race we look stupid right now fighting over Oh my God, you called me this. Oh my God, you said that. Come on, man. All right, I'm done. I'm sorry. Preach, bro. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I just, you know, let let's leave this man. shit behind in 2020. I mean, let 2019. Let it out. Let's start 2020 nice, man. Let's, nice. let's love each other. Let's respect. Even if I don't love you, let's respect each other. Okay, cool. Bet. You like dumb. I like dumb. There's a difference, but I respect you. That's it. And with that being said, folks, we appreciate you. 2020, stay humble, stay humble, stay hungry, and uh, take more money. That's it. Money and smiles. Money and smiles. Get that education up. Well, if you got a semester left, get it done. 
Math is science. You know what I'm saying? Keep grinding. And don't forget, man, create that vision board. Set goals up for yourself. The small ones become big ones, and big mm. ones you get it done. Mm. Stay focused. Well, I'm sorry, I was too busy. <clears throat> what was it that you said? What? Small ones. What, talking about goals? Small ones. It starts with the small goals. Huh? Once you achieve that, get to the big goals. After you get done with the big goals, keep living, keep working hard. It's out there. But listen, we're done. It's a great episode. Test up on two topics. <clears throat> now, uh, next time you hear from us, we'll be in 2020. We appreciate you guys. Love you. Be safe. Hit up the Instagram. Hit up the Instagram. Some back POD. And uh, merchandise yeah. will be coming soon. Facebook. And you can hear everything on Anchor. It's on the Instagram Stream. page. Anchor. Streaming Spotify. Streaming Anchor. Streaming iTunes. Thank you. iTunes and Spotify. Y'all really tuning in. Amazing. Yeah. 19 was dope, but 20 is going to be even better. Just sit back, relax. Have that ground water next to you. See you on the other side. And drink responsibly. Absolutely. Always. Absolutely. Always. Peace out. Like yeah. sour. The views and opinions expressed on the Silverback Podcast are those of the hosts, producers, and or the persons appearing on the program, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the federal, state, or local government. This includes, but not exclusive to, the Department of Defense and or the Baltimore City Police Department.